Welcome to Fort McMurray Matters. Keeping you connected to our community. Brought to you by Colin Hartigan of Coldwell Banker Fort McMurray, Cooper & Company Law Firm, and Fort McMurray Orthodontics on Mix 103.7. Welcome to another episode of Fort McMurray Matters. I'm Adam Ophis, and today we're chatting with Mayor Sandy Bowman discussing yesterday's Wood Buffalo Council meeting. Now, before we kind of get started into that, I do want to ask you, Mayor, about the your recent uh, press release you put out about the proposed changes to EMS by Health Minister Jason Copping. Yeah, thank you. Uh, uh, everything's going well. We're working hard with the province, and uh, been the last three months have been definitely on the phone with either Mr. Copping or the Premier and working hard towards this. Um, I see this. I'm happy they're doing something. Um, really happy. I, like I said several times before, Jason Copping is a very statistical guy, uh, very smart, and I think he's gonna. He's looking at the facts, looking at statistics, and seeing there's a problem. So when I see this coming down, it's it's the problem to show, and they know there's the problem, and they wanna they wanna help fix it. Uh, the only thing I, I'm not gonna say against anything, but I'm the only thing I'm looking for is for us to get. Uh, it doesn't really address what we need up here. Uh, a lot of the other municipalities, what they rely on EMS is assistance from other municipalities and other regions to help with their services, where we don't do not rely on anyone else. We have we work on our own. We work independent of everyone else. So we should have our own dispatch so we know where our ambulances and our emergency services are all the time. Um, so that position hasn't changed at all uh, for me and for our municipality. Uh, our goal is to keep our community safe, and the only way to do that properly is to have control of our dispatch. Um, and I'm very happy they're doing a uh, third-party review. I just uh, my hope is that it's uh, well, who reviews our dispatch is the international uh, committee that rates dispatch, and ours is always scored in the in the excellence level. So I hope it's it's a it's a company it's a committee like that that overviews the entire process. And if it does do that, I think we'll find the findings will show that we should be running our own dispatch. Uh, yeah, that kind of leads into my next question, and that was with, you know, Fort McMurray, we're kind of isolated up here, and especially with our other rural areas, and and I was going to say, you know, in what, some of the news that came out, how is that going to be helping the people of Wood Buffalo? Like, what changes will we see here? Right now, this is only a committee that's changed with 10, 10 points that they're going to work on, so we're not going to see any anything right now, and honestly, the whole, it's not going to affect us too much at all. All it's going to show is there's some flaws in the system that are already there. Um, there'll be no immediate changes. Um, again, I'm meeting with uh, Minister Copping next week, Premier week after that, and keep working for this to get a dispatch back. And speaking with our fire chief, um, we have the personnel and the knowledge and expertise here to take it back within an hour. So um, that's our main goal is to get this dispatch back. It's safe for the region, to keep our region safe. And uh, it also keeps our, our emergency services safe. So we want to, that's our end goal, and we'll keep fighting for that. Uh, yeah, definitely leading into my next question once again, because you had mentioned you've been in contact, and is Wood Buffalo going to be having a say in the future changes that are coming in place? Like, are they open to, to talking with us? Oh, absolutely. We, I don't think, we, I've had no problem uh, talking to the minister or the premier uh, since being elected, so... Uh, we're going to keep that communication line open and and uh, hopefully in the meetings to come in the, fall, in the following weeks coming up here now that uh, we'll have a chance to bring this up and uh, have our say in the whole structure of these 10 points to bring up. No, that's great to hear because I know with, uh, you know, with COVID uh, that had come out, it really showed a lot of the, a lot of flaws <laughs> in the medical care and EMS in particular. Uh, but to kind of jump over at another topic that was discussed, it was brought up in an earlier meeting, but yesterday it was kind of, 
finished up on, and that was with the creation of the Transportation Advisory Committee. And the, the goal with that, you had said, was to kind of get Fort McMurray connected you know, better with the rest of the world. And, and in what way is that going to be doing that? Um, it's a motion brought forward by uh, Councillor Keith McGrath, who's been a councillor for many years and also involved in the construction industry. And honestly, uh, I think Keith could build the roads himself if you gave him a, gave him a truck and some dirt. Uh, so he's probably one of the best ones to bring this forward. And what it is is there's a lot of roads that we've been problems in the past, uh, a lot of uh, highways we've been problems. A lot of um, a lot of these projects already have funding from the from province, funding from the province. And uh, Councilor McGrath brought this motion forward as something to get uh, us working towards getting that going again. And it's it's a uh, it's just, it's but more but advocation for our transportation is what it's going to be what it's going to come down to. And and so by advocating for that and trying to get the Alberta government to hop on board and get Fort McMurray connected, uh, is this going to be in any way also connected to uh, Saskatchewan recently putting out the statement that they're looking to get connected to Fort McMurray as well? Yeah, that's one. That's one of the one of the roads uh, that's been promised, that was promised by the province probably 15 years ago. So that is one of the one of the roads. And again, it comes down to these are provincial highways. So our our committee is basically to advocate to get the, these highways, highways done. And we like to see that highway, uh, that road to the Lost at all weather uh, for the residents of the Lost mostly. Okay, and then, and then obviously uh, out west as well trying to get to, but just opening up connections all around. Yes, exactly. Just going to take our first break here in Fort McMurray Matters, but when we come back, we're going to continue chatting with Mayor Sandy Bowman to discuss yesterday's Wood Buffalo Council meeting. We'll return in a moment to Fort McMurray Matters. Brought to you by Colin Hardigan of Coldwell Banker Fort McMurray, Cooper & Company Law Firm, and Fort McMurray Orthodontics on Mix 103.7. Welcome back to Fort McMurray Matters. If you're just tuning in, we're talking with Mayor Sandy Bowman about yesterday's council meeting. And in specific, we're actually talking about the flood mitigation overview that was presented to council yesterday. And I want to ask you, Mayor, so just right up the hop here, if you can tell us, if another flood similar to what we had happened this year, are we prepared for it? Absolutely. <laughs> that's my answer. <laughs> oh, perfect. Um, that was one of the first things I, when I came into office that I started asking about and, again, reiterated uh, last night. And we have a council from de- all different demographics in the community that have experienced floods and the floods in all different ways in the last 50, 50 years. So um, we're on our administration, and we have a administration that's focused on this on this it's uh we'll, this year will be a huge construction year. you're going to see a lot of a lot of mo- motion movement this year and it's been promised that and without any delays to be finished by 2024 so that's our and there's a timeline of when everything's going each each section is going to be finished so all those reaches you can see that online now any residents can see it and see what's going to be happening and what those levels are going, going to be what's going to be permanent what's going to be uh, temporary so it's really good communication with the community and to really this last report is something that anyone in the community can read and understand what's going on. I think that's the one important thing to take away to see what's being done and that we're going to be prepared. Okay, that that's good that they can look into it and that it has been, you know, simplified because sometimes, you know, some government documents can be very uh <laughs> Very confusing to read at times. And you had mentioned the difference uh, as well with permanent and temporary barriers. Are there going to be, is it going to be all permanent or are there going to be mostly just temporary if a flood is happening to put temporary ones in? Or is there planning to be set 
permanent flood barriers around the city? Eventually, it'll be per- all permanent, but during the construction over the next uh, three years, there'll be time to put in permanent and we're putting in temporary until the permanent ones are completed. And as we build the permanent ones, the temporary will be taken out. Eventually, we'll all be permanent by 2024, but in the meantime, we still want to protect our city for the next two years. Oh, for sure. No, and that, that's good, like you said, because as it stands right now, uh, Fort McMurray is protected from this happening again, which is great to hear. And these temporary, or sorry, these permanent barriers that are going to be put in, are they simply get the job done, block, uh, keep us protected from the floods? Are they going to be unsightly? Are people going to be unable to see the river anymore? Um, like, how is, is that being looked at? Um, it's going to be looked at, there's going to be a lot of community engagement, a little bit of community engagement coming up soon uh, with different options for the community to take a look at. And uh, there's no intention to be ending that slightly. What we're discussing is roadways, uh, walkways, like uh, uh, park benches, things like that, that are going to, it's going to be aesthetically pleasing and also be part of the uh, our waterfront revitalization. It's going to be added as well with that. So um, it's, uh, it's going to be, what's going to be necessary is get it done. And we'll make it look, it'll make sure it doesn't look unsightly for residents and ruin the complexion of downtown. Uh, yeah, that's good to hear because I know my myself coming up here, it's going to be my first summer, first spring in Fort McMurray. And I definitely want to be able to see all the wonderful sights Fort McMurray has to offer. And then next, which was uh, brought up uh, uh, during the council meeting, was the Indigenous Community Capacity Grant Program. Would you be able to just kind of give us a brief explanation of what exactly this capacity grant program is? Uh, what it is, it's a, a grant for the Indigenous communities to um, have funding for them to come to the table so we have uh, to form protocol agreements so that we're talking government to government and we can sit down at the table and discuss things and move and move forward on and move forward in truth and reconciliation. This is one of the big things to give our Indigenous communities uh, a seat at the table so we're all sitting down equal and we can discuss things and bring it forward and get things done in our community and uh, rural communities. Is the Indigenous communities coming to Fort McMurray for the money? Or is, for, uh, is the com- Indigenous communities coming to Fort McMurray then to talk to the province for this uh, grant funding? It's for the, um, the, the RMWB is providing the funding. Um, they didn't come to us asking for it. We uh, were providing it for them to put together committees to form the protocol agreements. Um, it's not, they're not coming to us for money at all. We're, we're just a, a, giving this grant to help um, with the expenses for them to come to, to form our protocol agreements. And these protocol agreements have been promised for a long time. So this is a huge move forward for our truth and reconciliation and uh, our commitment to our Indigenous communities and nations surrounding us. Uh, now, are we are hoping that it, this is going to be an annual thing, or how is this going to work in the future? It could be. Um, we're starting up right now. Our top priority right now is reconciliation and get everyone working together. And once we do that, we'll move forward with different options. We're just going to take our last break here on Fort McMurray Matters, but when we come back, we're going to continue talking with Mayor Sandy Bowman. We'll return in a moment to Fort McMurray Matters. Brought to you by Colin Hartigan of Coldwell Banker Fort McMurray, Cooper & Company Law Firm, and Fort McMurray Orthodontics on Mix 103.7. Welcome back to Fort McMurray Matters. If you're just tuning in, we're talking with Mayor Sandy Bowman about yesterday's Wood Buffalo Council meeting, and more specifically, right now, we were actually just talking about the Indigenous Community Capacity Grant Program as part of the truth and reconciliation that has happened throughout the country. Now, Mayor, I do want to ask, how has this been received so far? Because it, it did look through the council meeting 
but it was well received. Um, overall, very well. Um, there is a few uh, glitches, which is in anything, because um, you have so many uh, different nations coming together. No one's ever going to agree right away on, on a format. Uh, so we're going to have to make a little bit of tweaks here and there to make sure everyone's concerns are taken care of. But overall, very positive, and everyone sees it as moving forward. And and uh, speaking with, um, uh, even speaking with uh, President Quintel this morning, uh, he's very happy that we're all coming together to speak to speak about these things and bring these things forward in the community. So we're moving forward. All of the, all of the indigenous communities that we've been um, in contact with are all in support of this. I know even if, uh, you know, if somebody, because I know it's going to be uploaded, so if anyone wants to watch it as well, the council meeting from yesterday, and that is uh, the passion that some of these speakers uh, spoke to the Wood Buffalo Council about. And, and yeah, no, it definitely seems like this is well-received for sure. And, and next, this was kind of, well, not, not the final uh, meeting about this, but of electronic meetings for councillors did come up again because this was brought up and, Given COVID, given the times, this is kind of the way things have to be. So has is this, like I kind of gave it away, but is this settled now? Has that bylaw been updated and settled? No, anybody that watched the meeting would see that uh, it comes back to the next meeting for uh, for more uh, debate and uh, presentation and a vote. And, and, and with this, is, is, is the worry that why it's come back again and wasn't able to get uh, past third reading, is this because there's a worry that councillors might end up abusing uh, uh, going to the meetings electronically? So as a group, we voted to bring it to the next meeting to discuss it more. Okay, no, for sure. And then kind of lastly here, and, and I know we get messages on it all the time, and, and that is just a, a brief statement, if you will, will uh, thoughts, feelings towards the what has been dubbed the Freedom Convoy currently moving through Canada. Well, I'd like to have said it wasn't didn't believe in freedom. Um, I'm, uh, I, I personally am vaccinated myself, but I believe everyone else has the right to choose for themselves. And uh, as long as this is a peaceful protest uh, by a really important sector of our community. And I support any peaceful protest. People want to express their opinions and views. So uh, I'm in support of anything that's done peacefully and properly and safely. So I'm 100% supportive of our community. And like I said, I met with the Alberta Transportation Association last week, which has involved most of these truckers. And we discussed a lot of the issues on our highways and making it better for our, our truckers. So it is an important part of our community is our truck drivers. Well, thank you very much, Mayor. And now that this is kind of uh, January wrapping up, we're already getting well into 2022. Is there anything you would like to leave us off with today before we before we head out? Yeah, really stay safe. Uh, I mean, our roads, the conditions sometimes aren't great. We, are, we live in a part of the world where it can change in a, in a few minutes. We had a snowstorm yesterday turned into a rainstorm, uh, which are terrible conditions for driving. Uh, does everybody stay safe out there? Where it's warm right now, it could turn cold. And also want to pass my condolences out to the family that lost their daughter on Highway 69 last week. Um, again, it's a it's a tragic reality of our highways. I have a, a son that's out; he's 17 years old, out all the time. So I worry about him every time he goes out. So uh, really, want to pass my condolences to that family and uh, all the families that were impacted by that accident. So again, please drive safe. Well, thank you very much, Mayor. I really appreciate you stopping and chatting with us today. And I hope you as well drive safe out there and have a good rest of the 2022 that's ahead of us. Thank you.
Big thanks again to Mayor Sandy Bowman for talking to us today. I really appreciate it. Unfortunately, that's all the time we have for today on Fort McMurray Matters. But if you missed it and you want to hear more, you can head to our website, mix1037fm.com. We upload a fresh podcast up there every day. Just click on the news section. I'm Adam Ophus. Talk to you again tomorrow. That's the end of another edition of Fort McMurray Matters. Want a copy of this episode or any past episode? Download the podcast at mix1037fm.com. Brought to you by Colin Hardigan of Coldwell Banker Fort McMurray, Cooper & Company Law Firm, and Fort McMurray Orthodontics on Mix 103.7.